Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. The media landscape in this country is constantly evolving. Podcasting, radio, streaming, the distribution methods of program, especially sports media, is constantly changing. And there's one company that does it all. Whether it's shows with former athletes, radio and podcasting, or television shows, a network called Believe has them all. And we're going to find out all about Believe and the changing landscape of media when I talk to Believe's founder and CEO, Bron Husenstam. Bron is going to tell us all about the incredible work Believe is doing in this changing media environment. When we come back, we're talking media and the incredible things Believe is doing in it. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishaddle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of December 11th, 2023. Kindred Group announced the start of an exit process from the North American market. This means that the operator, which was active in North America since 2018, will remove its Unibet U.S. brand from Canada and the U.S. states of Arizona, Indiana, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. The exit process also means the reduction of over 300 employees. Kindred expects to have this process completed by the second quarter of 2024. BetMGM announced their largest jackpot thus far awarded in 2023. A player on the Borgata Online Casino in New Jersey won $3 million on a $2 bet while playing the online slot Bison Fury. The Garden State player who chose to remain anonymous hit the progressive jackpot in October. During the first half of 2023, BetMGM awarded almost $75 million in jackpots. And finally, Hard Rock Atlantic City recently opened its new high-limit slot area. Adding 72 new slots, the casino now offers 258 high-limit slot machines, which is the most in Atlantic City. The new high-limit slot area also features four semi-private gaming rooms with two slot machines each, 20 oversized televisions, and wireless chargers. Have to check it out next time I'm there. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. I am fascinated by the sports media and entertainment industry, mostly because it's constantly changing and evolving. And there is one company out there that is doing incredible things in the industry, whether it be radio, TV, and everything else out there. The name of the company is Believe, and I think it's one of the unique organizations in this industry. And to hear more about it, we have Believe's founder and CEO, Bron Husenstam. Bron, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on with you guys. I really enjoy the show. Oh, we, we, we love what you guys are doing, too. And uh, I actually went to your website, which is Believe.com, and that's B-L-E-A-V.com, so people playing at home. And I was absolutely amazed at what you guys are doing in the industry. I mean, for people who aren't familiar with Believe, tell us something about it, because I think it's really a game changer in the sports media and entertainment industry. Hey, I really appreciate that. And look, we thought the same thing when we started this. So the background on it was I had an agency and I was just looking for two spots for my clients, specifically Ryan Leaf. This is about five years ago to jump into the podcast industry. I just saw it coming, right? Like Twitter, Instagram. Hey, you're, you're an athlete. This is an RSS feed. It's part of your new media career. If you want to get into this or if you want to be a part of it, like let's get started now. Mm-hmm. And called around and there really wasn't a spot for professional athletes and you know entertainers to say like hey i'm new i'm putting my hand up and i want to get into this space where do we go and from a manager's perspective that became my job so here i am calling around looking for something that really didn't exist and so we just kind of put two and two together i said hey ryan look i'm going to start a brand it's going to make it look like you've signed with somebody we'll put a couple other people on there and maybe i can sell an ad across the whole network or you know i can hire one person to help and that's what we did. And we put it out to the public and we got a lot of other athletes interested. And so now, you know, four years after launch, we got about 175 athletes on the program and about 800 creators. So we really filled that gap between, you know, established host and I'm just jumping in and now they can go to Believe. One of the great things about Believe is we've had a lot of people in the industry come on our show and, you know, they come on and say, you know what, our platform or our site has something for everyone. But, you know, when I look at Believe, you actually do have something for everyone. I mean, not only do you sports program, but you have also pop culture programming, which is a great concept because a lot of the time the audience for sports and pop culture overlap. Tell me how many shows Believe has in production right now. We do about 100 shows a day. We've done over 80,000 episodes to date. Uh, so it's, it's a lot and we wanted it to be a lot. The, the plan for us strategically was if you're a fan of something, a passionate fan, I wanted an expert of that topic to be able to relate and speak to you. So you jump in your car and you say, Hey Siri, play believe in Dodgers. Hey Siri, play believe in the bachelor and, and have those passionate fan base topics and let them overlap. So we did some, you know, some simple research on if there's a list that's already been created on Google, you know, what are the most popular mm-hmm. topics in the United States in sports and pop culture and in, in fandom? Uh, it's about 800, you know, that's the Dodgers to Harry Potter. And we want a show for all of them. And so that's what we've set out to create. Uh, we'll be the first network with a former player for every team in the United States. And wow. we want to take that over. You're not going to find a former player unless it's an actor of something like harry potter but like having an expert in a topic space with a fandom is is the ethos of the business you know when we started doing radio i think it was like 2007 it was pretty simple i mean we walked into a radio booth and did the show and it broadcast over the radio so that was 
simple, nothing, nothing more to think about. But since then, the sports media industry has changed so much. So many more distribution methods have been created for shows since when we first started. How is Believe keeping pace with that constantly changing sports media industry when it comes to the distribution of shows? Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, we're trying to be a leader in that space. Mm-hmm very hard to grow organic podcast downloads. And frankly, it's very hard to sell ads. Um, And I joke about this all the time. It's, you know, you dive in and you're like, hey, I'll get to, you know, 10,000 downloads and that'll be easy to sell. And then you look around the room and you're like, huh, the other companies are doing 100 million. Who's going to buy, you know, my 10,000? And you need to build it up from there. So I've always been enamored with the studio aspect. Our business is, you know, from Hollywood. You know, I've lived in West Hollywood for Mm -hmm. For 15 years, um, that's something that we jumped into with, you know, very strategic knowledge of the space and really looked at it and said, well, look, if I've got a piece of content from a professional athlete, be it a 30 second clip or a 30 minute show, where else can I take it? Am I just driving audience to an audio podcast or am I driving it to a YouTube or am I then taking the two of those and bringing them to radio uh, we just started with Sports Illustrated this week in the written form. We've got 10 shows on other networks. We've got two television stations. We've got three radio stations. So it's once we have that, we want a 360-degree uh, distribution because for us, when somebody says something that's great, we want it to be heard. And I don't think that, that there's a model that works to say, like, hey, come to my platform and hear my thing, especially in audio where it's so mutually exclusive. You want to take that content to where the fans already are. Tell us about the rise of the athlete podcast, because I I always love having athletes on this show because they give such a different perspective of whatever they're talking about, either the game or the business behind the game. Tell us about the athlete podcast and how it has grown and and how many hosts you have as former athletes. Yeah, it's a big part of the career now. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple of our hosts joked when we were getting started that you know, if they would have had this when they played, they would have just <laughs> not done the press releases or, I mean, the interviews yeah. after the game and just saved it for their podcast, right? And you really see some athletes like Draymond Green and, you know, they're diving in and really cashing in on that because sure. their words are valuable. So if you looked at it from a, you know, entrepreneurship perspective, like why are you giving away that value to a third party when you can keep it to yourself and, and cash in? So for a lot of them, it's it's about, you know, extending their branding um, the same way they do in their Twitter or their Instagram. Uh, and then it's building their resume. You know, they, a lot of them picked up a ball when they were four, six, eight. They didn't get paid for 14 years later. And luckily it doesn't take that long in the hosting space, but you still have to get in and kind of build that rapport and sure. do those reps. So it's a perfect combination of the two of them of building up that resume and getting better, but then also if there's revenue there immediately or down the line, you know, you can pull for that too. So we said for it from a management and from an agency perspective, like everybody should be doing this the same way they have a Twitter and an Instagram. It was just about where to go and who can help because it's a lot easier to send a tweet than it is to conduct the podcast. And that's really where Believe comes in and kind of maximizes that value for the athlete and the entertainer or the, the pundit as well. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Attention. 
if you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174. You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of morning recovery, two bottles of Dreamwell, and two bottles of liquid focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Bron Husenstam, founder and CEO of Believe. What's really cool is that you have an ex-NFL player, a great running back named Anon Green, and he's doing a show, but it's not about football. He's actually doing it on eSports and a gaming show, and it's called Amon Green's Gamers Lounge Podcast. And I met him last year in Atlantic City at a conference, and he is absolutely one of the nicest guys in the world, and I absolutely love his podcast and what he does with gaming. That's what's so great about Believe. It's the diversity that you have in your podcast and your products. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, Amon's fantastic. And we want to cater to that, too. If an athlete has a different interest, um, it would be very hard in the model 15 years ago to take uh, an athlete or, or an entertainer or an expert on one space and then find them a job in a completely different space, yeah. right? Because yeah. they would probably go for somebody that's already an expert in that. And the rise of the athlete podcast and the ability really for anyone to just jump in and achieve market value on their own um, is is groundbreaking. And, and look, this is no different than a lot of other industries, right? You can sell clothes directly to customers. Uh, mm-hmm. And now you can really sell your voice directly to customers. So if you've got a player or an expert in anything that says, like, hey, you know, I have this other interest. Um, I want to show that I can have value there. Or maybe I'm just doing it for fun. But we wanted to give that microphone to them where before, you know, there wasn't really that opportunity to have that microphone to talk. Uh, And now they have the ability to do it. So Amon's doing fantastic in that space. And so are a lot of other people. Now, not only have I said you do podcasts and radio shows, but also TV shows and you distribute to regional sports networks. And over the last couple of years, they have really gone through some changes. 
What have you seen as some of the changes in the regional sports networks? And since you distribute to those channels, how has Believe adapted to the regional sports network as they have changed? Yeah, it's a great question. The passion of the fans isn't going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If any fans are getting more passionate, they're getting more information than they've ever received. But there's also a lot of competition in just their awareness and time and what they're focused and, and interested on. So if you want to say, all right, I've got somebody in Los Angeles and they're a Dodgers fan and I'm going to feed them Dodgers content. Well, they're able to get Dodgers content from Twitter, from Instagram, from TikTok. Um, you know, Dodgers content is falling out of the sky. So 20 years ago, you would have gone to the radio or you would have gone to the television station. And that's no longer the case. So the delivery method across those television stations, and look, it's similar Mm -hmm. to a lot of radio. Well, it's a business model that worked 20 years ago that has become very expensive based on the revenue return on the eyeballs because those eyeballs are now being split across so many different distribution sites. So it's not that people don't want to watch the Dodgers games pre or before. It's just that it's expensive to bring them Dodgers content 24-7. So here believe with 500 you know unique shows doing 100 episodes a day mm-hmm. if you're have available content from 7 to 10 and, and you're like what do we put there it's now too expensive like we've got that content for you that you can show at a premium um and it's available and, and that's what we've done so with bally's we've got 10 shows there um and we've got about 20 shows on other networks including our own you know two tv channels which mm-hmm. you know do about 10 to 15 new shows per day, um, we're able to deliver that in a model that makes sense when the regional networks is just expensive, right? You've got TV cameras and studios and hosts and and antennas and and satellites. And like, that's a lot of expenses versus somebody that turn their phone around, hit record and then hit enter and hit all the same people as well. You know, speaking to a lot of people in the sports media, I know one of the big changes coming up, and it's going to affect everyone in the sports media, is college football. I mean, teams are leaving conferences. I'm not sure if rivalry games are going to happen in the future. New media contracts will have to be created. And I'm pretty sure these conferences are going to have to rename themselves because the Pac-12 probably aren't going to have 12 teams in it. So uh, I uh, I think big changes are coming. When it comes to sports media, college football, it's one of their big properties. So for media companies and distributors, how is that going to change the way they do business and the way they distribute the product? I mean, the network contracts, will they have to change? Does this mean more streaming distribution? What do you see in the future for college football, especially how it's distributed to the viewing public? Right. Well, look, it's really the wild west, right? From the NIL to the distribution to the realignment. I mean, we're seeing things that we would have never you know, even thought were possible. If you'd have told anybody, you know, 20 years ago that, hey, the Pac-12 will die. Like, no, they're always going to play football out West. You know, how would the Pac-12 die? One of the funniest jokes I've seen about this is somebody said, um, you know, and obviously went viral, like, hey, let's take the top 64 teams and then divide them into four divisions and we'll do a West, (laughs) North, South, and East. And we'll call the West Pac-12 and we'll call the South the Big 12. And you're like, wait a second, that's exactly what we have right now. (laughs) So how, how do you then you know, redistributed all this. And, and I think a lot of people miss on this, that 
it is a business, right? There's no, there's yeah. not a right to play college football. There's not a right to make money from sports. These essentially are all businesses and they need to be profitable. And not all businesses work, right? The AVP volleyball tour went out of business and all the players were just like, well, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it can happen in a certain sport. So it's from a distribution and a paid standpoint, if you're the, if you're USC and your offer is 30 million to stay in the Pac 12 or 70 million to go to the big, uh, 10, like that's how can you not take that? Right. Hey, we're going to double our revenue to do the exact same thing. Um, and then from a fan perspective is, are you okay with that? Because you've got multiple basically revenue streams, multiple people that you have to keep happy. And then you have all your alumni and the students and everything. So, and that's why you've seen so much craziness and, you know, SMU is going to the ACC and they're not taking anything. And, you know, Washington and Oregon are only getting half because they came in late. And it's really been a lot about the art of the deal uh, on top of all of it. So it's going to be constantly evolving. What it is right now is not what it was yesterday, and it's going to be completely different tomorrow. I think you will start to see a lot more guide rails on, like, how this is all working, um, where the money is going, is it being distributed to the players. But there's just so much to unpack in here. I mean, we could do an entire show just on, like, you know, where this is going. But I I think to summarize all this is, it's just changing. It's very malleable. And I wouldn't get too frustrated about where it's at now because it's not even close to where it's going to end. And it's kind of one of those things where it's just be fun to, you know, pull up some popcorn and kind of watch it go. <laughs> I think one thing for us, though, being out here on the West Coast is the disaster of the Pac-12 and yeah, really just yeah. bad ideas, bad leadership. And, and they died, right? They missed. Mm-hmm. And, and it happens, right? No one thought it would be Blockbuster or uh, BlackBerry. Um, you know, or these other businesses that were so established that just didn't see the future coming and missed on their ideas and it ended. And, you know, it's just, you know, from everybody involved, it was just uh, devastating. Like I'm supposed to now cheer for Michigan state to beat somebody <laughs> like I'm, I've been cheering for Washington to beat Michigan State my whole life, and I got to flip that. Like that's just it's uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. Well, I gotta ask you. I mean, since this interview started, we've mentioned podcasting, radio, television, streaming, and I certainly think Believe's distribution method is certainly cutting edge. Do you think the way you guys do business will eventually be commonplace in the industry? I mean, do you think other companies will see what Believe is doing and really embrace that omni-channel approach to distribution when it comes to their media properties? I do. I do. And I really think that the way we've set it up is the future of the industry. And if I didn't, we would obviously change. You know, you're a startup. You need to be nimble. Like we're not a Titanic, you know, with 500 shows. You see, this is a bunch of jet skis, you know, circling a Titanic. Um, <laughs> we have to be unique in what we're able to do. Um, as I mentioned in the regional sports network, it's not the fans and it's not the content. It's the delivery mechanism that's too expensive. Mm-hmm. For us to be able to deliver through a phone or through a computer is essentially free. And you want to have a company that actually is cash flow positive. And you saw with, you know, with the Silicon Bank collapses, these businesses that say, Hey, I'm going to make 8 million by spending 12 and then I'm going to raise 20 million and then I'm going to make 40 million by spending 50. Like that's not really a business model that's working today. You have to be cash flow positive. So you can say like, hey, I'm going to build up a $500 million business by spending 700. No one's going to finance that out of the gate. So how do you come into something like this and say like, it has to work. Like all of our hosts, our company, like we would love advertisements. We love billboards on Sunset Boulevard. There's no way to your investment on that. 
So to take a piece of content and minimize the expenses while maximizing the exposure through multiple distribution points is not only the future, it's really the now. And that's something that I think that we're leading the market in outside of, say, maybe Fox and ESPN. And ESPN was the inventor of the car wash, right? You come there, uh, Stephen A says one thing to you on the interview, and then everybody talks about it all day, right? You do eight shows. They also have the written. They've got the TV channel. They've got their socials. Like, they do a fantastic job on that. The difference between what we do and what they do, and, you know, to put us in ESPN and even the same sentence is a stretch, but... ESPN isn't giving their content to third parties, right? You're not seeing ESPN, Stephen A. Smith on Fox. We are on all third parties and our own channels, and it benefits everybody because of the cost structure related to that. And that's something that I think that we'll excel in and we continue to kind of be a leader, even as a startup in that space. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot with 50% off almost any one sexy item. Just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say about chicka wow wow adam and eve is tapping that offer oh yeah with 50 percent off and 10 free gifts including free shipping use offer code b-o-o-t-s-2 at adamandeve.com now that's offer code boots2 boots2 at adamandeve.com you're listening to the house of cards why, you cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50-to-one shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100-to-one shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Well,
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Bron Husenstam, founder and CEO of Believe. One of the big types of shows that a lot of media companies are doing now are shows on sports betting and on fantasy sports. I mean, over the last couple of years, sports betting has really exploded across the U.S. I mean, I have a pile of commercials I have to read, and most of them are sports books, which is shocking to me over the years. Do you see more and more media companies creating sports betting shows, and do you think that trend will continue over the coming years, or is it starting to trail off a little bit, or what do you see in the future? Yeah, it's... In the eye of the beholder, right? Mm -hmm. There always going to be a need for more good content. Just because it's betting content doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Sure. So the unique thing I think about betting content versus you know traditional sports content is similar to fantasy. Like you're not going to listen to nine fantasy shows, right? You're probably going to pull one or two, and they're going to go over all the big things. Similarly, like you've only got time to listen to, you know, Jim Rome or Colin Coward or Dan Patrick and on your drive in the morning from traditional radio, you can't listen to all three. They're all at the same time, right? So you have to pull, (laughs) you only have so much time in the day and the topic is obviously very similar. So how do you, a fan, are they going to listen to the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh betting show? Uh, I'm not sure. I think that there'll be more specific betting in the future where it's like, I'm just a Lakers betting expert, you know, over under. And, and we even had a show like that. And every day the host was like, fade the Lakers. They're the possible, the popular team. More people are going to bet on the Lakers. You should bet on the other side. And I laughed and I called the host and I said like, well, that's not very good content for the Lakers. (laughs) You can't just come on every day and say bet against the Lakers, right? You, You have to find that medium where it's, it's interesting content. It's, fun content, it's entertaining content, and then how does it find people, right? Is it somebody that's just bubbling up on their own and creating their own fan base? Is ESPN making a star? Is Fox making a star? Is Believe making a star? Um, And I think you're going to kind of find a lot, a lot in this space, and you're going to have to filter it all out, and you'll have a few people that rise up and be known as the person for that, and then you'll have some secondaries. But I think if somebody wants to come into this, and, and obviously with Believe, we're always looking for ways to enter into the market. We have shows, Bet LA, Bet Chicago, you know, that just kind of focus on all the teams in that space. And when the cities are big enough, you know, you've got year-round sports. So it's a great way to connect with the audiences there. I remember one year we had this weird pick segment for the NFL where we had an astrologer come on every week. And he used to do a chart for all the games, and I, I was kind of making fun of it, but he was, like, hitting 62%. But he eventually stopped because other astrologers were uh, pretty angry at, at him. I guess he was using his uh, ability for evil. So I, I think that's what he was getting at. So uh, that, right. Well, look, most of the sports betting stuff is using <laughs> yeah, right. ability for evil, as we've been oh, learning. Hey, so. you know, at 62%, 62%, evil or not, I mean, <laughs> right. good for him. That's, but I, I'm curious. I'm curious, how does Believe acquire the media properties that they work with? I mean, does Believe create its own shows? Does Believe accept submissions from people who hear about Believe? I'm sure there's a lot of people out there with podcasts or think they have a great idea who may want to get in touch with you. How does Believe start working with a media property, and what goes into the choice of media property or show that you work with? 
Yeah, it's an interesting perspective. And to pull it from, you know, more of a macro business angle is, you know, when Gatorade wants to, you know, do a new drink, do they call it Gatorade? Do they buy somebody? Do they launch a new brand, right? Mm -hmm. When Nike, Jordan, like, do they just sponsor Jordan? Do they launch the Jordan brand? You know, that's something that we look at the same way as, hey, are we launching a new show? Are we bringing in a new show? Are we finding a host? Are we creating a show around them? Is there a topic that we see a void in? And then we go and look for a host. You know, sometimes we'll run ads, you know, through something as simple as LinkedIn. We probably had about 50,000 applications through LinkedIn to host with us. So it's, you know, it's just sorting through all of it. And then trying to, you know, with a host is, you know, we don't want to sell, you know, false dreams. And we don't Mm -hmm. want to waste time of the host. Like we want to maximize their ability. And that's usually something that comes from, you know, number one, what do they want to talk about? Because these podcasts, they start at zero. Yeah. So if they're not excited about the content, like they're not going to put in the grind in order to build these things up to a, a revenue base. And then that doesn't make any sense for us as a business model either. So really working, if you say like an Amon Green wants to get over into something out of their, their territory is, is that worth it for us or for any other company to invest in from day one? Like, that just becomes a gamble, right? And that's why you've seen a lot of these podcast companies struggle because they made big bets on certain hosts and it didn't work. And then others made, you know, small bets on hosts that came out huge. Yeah. And then it just became entertainment. And that's every entertainment industry. You know, you see movies tank all the time. You see TV shows get canceled. And then you see ones that run forever. And so you're looking at it from that entertainment space and then also from the host perspective and then really trying to put a lot of smart minds in the same room and saying like, hey, how are we going to do this and how do we execute um, just to maximize it for everybody involved? Tell us some of the places where we can see and hear shows that are distributed by Believe because you distribute to some of the biggest places in the industry. It's a passionate advance to get to those <laughs> places. So thank you for recognizing that. Sure. Um, look, at, we're on 45 platforms now. Um, so some of the bigger ones you can find us at are obviously all the podcast destinations, you know, wherever you get that, uh, YouTube is a big part of what we do. You know, the technology now, especially, you know, a lot of the upgrades that came through COVID with people at home makes it so easy to record your show. You can do a TV show, you know, from your house, um, and put it on video. We've got two TV channels predominantly on Fubo, believe and believe football. Um, go to tune in. If you want to hear us on the radio, believe and believe football there too, um, we're on Sirius XM for all of our football shows. Uh, you can find us on, on Bally's in Ohio and Los Angeles. Uh, and just knew this last week, Sports Illustrated, and we've taken our stuff now to written articles. Uh, but if you're ever just curious on us, the reason I named it B-L-E-A-V uh, was I wanted to own those five letters so that when you put us into search in any of these places, then you know it's us that pops up. Um, so type in Believe to wherever you listen to your content. And we should be there. And that's uh, the slogan of the company is, you know, every team, every topic, everywhere is we want to be everywhere immediately at once when one of our hosts speak. So what's in store for Believe? Are you working on some things that you can share with us? What should we look forward to in the near future from Believe? Just more. Mm-hmm. More across the board, you know, more topics, uh, more athletes, more pundits, um, you know, more stars. Uh, and more distribution locations when, again, when when we have somebody speak, you know, we want it to be everywhere. We just recently got in all the airports. It's like wow, wherever right. content is consumed, um, we want it to be there. Uh, and so just continue to that. 
And then, you know, the rise of our shows, you know, you want to talk about, you know, some of the big stars that we've already mentioned, like, you know, having some self-created ones through Believe, if they've come in here um, to bring some people to some household names, is obviously the goal. And then, you know, again, I always use the word maximize, but that's really what we just try to do is, you know, how do we relieve time, uh, relieve expenses, uh, maximize profitability, maximize fun, maximize entertainment, you know, that's the future of Believe. Bron, we're running out of time, but can you give that a website so people can check out Believe? And if you have a social media address, feel free to give that out too. Sure, BLEAV.com. It's Believe. Uh, want gamer tag with it? Like I said, I wanted it to be you put it anywhere and that letter combination and we'll come up. Ron, Hughes in the Stam, CEO and founder of Believe. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about Believe. Whether it's podcasts, radio shows, television shows, Believe has some of the best shows in the sports and entertainment industry, and I urge everyone to check them out. Ron, please come back on and keep us updated about Believe. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much as well. It's my pleasure. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Beating the House is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Experience a new way to play daily fantasy sports and esports on Thrive Fantasy. Choose your lineup of over-unders for top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has contests for traditional sports, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, and the PGA, as well as eSport titles like Counter-Strike, League of Legends, and Valorant. Visit the prop lobby and build your entry of two, three, or four-player predictions. Choose correctly, and you could win big. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today with promo code PIKE, and Thrive Fantasy will match your first deposit of $25 or more up to $250. That's promo code PIKE for a first deposit match up to $250. Come and prop up today with Thrive Fantasy. Terms and conditions apply. Must be at least 18 years old and in the United States to play. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's a casino. People gotta win sometimes. Now if you'll excuse me, I have a giant colorful check to deposit. Welcome to another edition of Beating the House. I'm Doug Weishettle here with Dave Weishettle. We're going to be crisscrossing the country, North America, sometimes the world, talking about the latest jackpots in the casino and lottery industries. If it's $100,000 or more, we will be talking about it on this show. Press releases, info at turnpikesportsradio.com is the best place to reach us. Send us your communications, your jackpot notices, your new game notices. Send them all in. We'll talk about them on this show. Got a whole mixed bag of different jackpots the, this week. We've got online slots. We've got retail slots. We've got table games. We've got bad beat jackpots, pie gal poker. We've got lottery. We've wow. even got a sports bet to talk about. We've got everything to this week, okay. except Keno and, and Bingo. Oh, yeah, no Keno and Bingo no. this week. Huh? We, we got to right. try and find a Bingo yeah. newsletter <laughs> yeah, going right. on. So, uh, But uh, we're going to start off in New Jersey, Borgata Online. Okay. We have. I heard about this one. This made big news in New Jersey. Yep. Uh, press release came from our friend Katie over at BetMGM. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what we're going to be talking about is the largest jackpot awarded by BetMGM so far this year in 2023. And we're in December already. Yeah. So well, let me tell you something. A couple weeks to go. It's a huge jackpot. I'll let you talk about it but it, it's incredible and and it's a big jackpot and it wasn't a huge bet so that's what makes it really great 
Well, we've got a $2 bet on an online progressive slot machine, mm-hmm. Bison Fury. Uh, $2 bet won $3 million. Yep, $3 million. That's an amazing amount of money for an online slot. Incredible. Um, it's an amazing amount of money for a $2 bet. Yes. <laughs> so that's incredible. And uh, according to the press release, the player who won on Borgata Online was also a 20-year patron of Borgata Brick and Mortar okay. in Atlantic City. All right. So, uh, you know, wh- wh- it's which, nice seeing... Which means that patron was there from the beginning because yes. Borgata is celebrating its 20th anniversary yes. this year. Yes. I wonder if they were there on the opening day. I don't know. I don't that know. that actually would have been a great win if they're celebrating their uh, uh, anniversary there. Yeah. Uh, according to the press release, plans for the jackpot include early retirement, fun, and travel. Great. Good. In- including Good a trip to Las Vegas for the first time. Okay. Twenty years. That's, that's uh, Twenty years. A Lang City patron going to Vegas for the first after time winning after winning a jackpot. You go to Vegas for your first time. That's a good way to visit yes. Vegas. You know? And uh, this is uh, just bison. don't gamble it away. Don't get crazy. So. Well, leave some of it home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't take yeah, it all so. with you. Uh, but according to uh, the the press release, Bison Fury is one of the exclusive games developed by Intain for the Borgata Online, and also I think it's on BetMGM Casino too. They're both those platforms. Yeah. You know, the buffalo yes. is such a popular animal for slot machines. I mean, we were just in a casino a couple of days ago, and just wherever you looked, there was pictures of buffalo on these machines. And uh, also with the with the information included uh, with the press release, two other players won uh, large jackpots on exclusive BetMGM platform games okay. in October. We have $1.2 million from BetMGM Michigan playing the MGM Grand Millions on a $5 bet. Okay. And then a West Virginia player on BetMGM West Virginia, $746,000 on a $2 bet, also on Bison Fury. Got to start playing Bison Fury, Uh, people. Can can I just say something about Borgata and BetMGM? I have been enjoying, they have something pretty cool when you're talking about the Borgata. You know, for roulette players, they actually have a camera at a roulette wheel on the gaming floor in the Borgata, and you can play right along with it. I I usually play it on the Borgata online casino, so uh, that's a lot of fun. Yes, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't see the players' faces or the dealers' face, but you see their hands going and putting it on their chips on the table and things like that. So it's a lot of fun if you're a roulette player and you you know you you're home in your, in New Jersey and you can't get to Atlantic City. Put on uh, Borgata Casino and you can actually see what's happening on the casino floor because you're playing with the uh, you're playing roulette with the other patrons on the floor. And and it is more realistic than just the online By the roulette way, because the online roulette's quick. Ne- next, yeah, next time I'm in Borgata, I have to walk around and look for the camera on top of the roulette wheel to well, see the, exactly where it is. Well, there's actually three cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yes. It, no. It's it's, it's they're a, they're micro it's cameras. Pretty, they're not huge it's a, TV. It's type a pretty cameras, big yeah. production. They got a. Yeah. It's like a three camera shoot for this yeah. thing. But so, but they're all micro cameras. One on top of the wheel, looking down at I, the table. I have a th- two I from have, the other side. I have too. a theory where it may be. I'm thinking. I know they have roulette tables over by the poker room and by the uh, sports book in that corner. I I think it may be there i'm not sure but like i said next time i go to Borgata, i gotta take a look around to see where this uh this roulette wheel is well we're leaving uh new jersey we're going up to new york state we're going to suffolk county okay jake's 58 casino all right which is never been there by the way which is actually it started out just as an otb developed into Mm -hmm. a casino 
So we have Jake's 58 Casino. We have a winner who wants to remain anonymous. Don't know if it's a male or a female. Uh, fourth spin on the Wheel of Fortune machine. One of the Wheel of Fortune machines at Jake 58. Oh, the Wheel of Fortune slot machine? Slot machine. Okay. Fourth spin. Wow. $2,294,411.78. Wow. No word on whether that was a progressive, but I'm assuming it was with that with size. That, yeah, with yeah. that size, it yeah. probably is. But four spins to get two point wow, two almost two point three million. How? What, what is that? What? Thirty seconds? Four spins? It depends on how quickly <laughs> what, you did it. What is that? Oh my god! Some people go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so I other mean, people they change the level of the bet. So, I guess you know, yeah, it depends so. on what he was doing there. I can't. It all says four spins. I wish the time frame would have been really nice to see exactly how long that mm-hmm. took. But, oh, great. Good. But good four, for him. four spins worth of work got him $2.3 million. Well, good for him or her, whoever won. It. Yep. The winner. Uh, we're going out to Nevada. We're going to Vegas right now. Okay. We've got a uh, retail slot jackpot, a visitor from Texas, $5 bet on a Wheel of Fortune slot machine wow, again. another Wheel of Fortune yes. slot. Huh? Um. It, he won one million three hundred ninety thousand eight hundred twenty dollars at ten p.m. at Paris, Las Vegas. Wow! So Wheel of Fortune paid out two huge paying amounts up. of money. It's paying up. Yes, we, like I said, we went to a casino we were a couple days ago, and Wheel of Fortune was everywhere. What is that? That's about five million dollars in Wheel of Fortune payouts, I, right I there. Don't know. I haven't been keeping two point three and one point four. So, so yeah. you know, that's almost that's that's a good amount of money there. Okay. Uh, staying in Vegas, we're going to the Venetian now. We've got a table game jackpot on Thanksgiving. Oh, good. Uh, Thursday, November 23rd, Shane from California was playing Ultimate Texas Hold'em, Delta Spade Royal Flush. Wow. Winning the mega tier yeah, I would of say the millionaire so. progressive jackpot. Hit the $5 side bet as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that w- that made him eligible for this mega millionaire progressive, whatever you want to call it, the millionaire progressive. Mm-hmm. One million twelve thousand thirty bucks. That was a great Thanksgiving. That's a good side bet. Mm-hmm. Five dollars side bet got him that. And then also on Wednesday, November twenty second, the day before, a guest who wished to remain anonymous also won on the same table game one million nine hundred seventy five thousand wow. seven hundred sixty nine dollars. <laughs> That's great. Big day at the Venetian. Big yeah. couple of days at the Venetian. Yeah, Thanksgiving. I had the best of both worlds. I was in New Jersey, but I played online. So not only was I home, I was, you know, gambling at a casino. There you go. So it worked. Uh, We're going back out to the East Coast again. We're going back to Pennsylvania. We're going to Pittsburgh. Okay. We have a bad beat jackpot at the Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. I heard about this, yeah. By the way, before we get into this, Rivers Casino Pittsburgh still holds the U.S. record for bad beat jackpots. It was $1.2 million payout back in August of 2022. Okay. So this that's the one, record? That's the record. U.S. Right. record. Okay. Uh, Playground Poker up in Montreal holds the world record. Okay. So, uh, but, uh, you know, the R- Rivers Casino is getting up there. So $1.2 million. Mm-hmm. This time, on Tuesday night, November 28th, $905,622.13 was the bad beat jackpot. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight players divvied that up. Uh, it was one player had four aces and was beaten by another player with a royal flush. Wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the loser of the hand, who was actually the winner of who the bad beat jackpot. Who was actually the actual winner. The, binner, so. the winner of the bad beat jackpot, loser of the hand. Okay. $362,250.13. The winner, who was actually the loser of the bad beat, but the winner of the hand, 
$271,686. Wow. The other six players at the table, forty-five grand each. Wow, that's cool. So that's actually really cool to see. I'd be happy just sitting at the table. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, how often do you see a, a uh, what is that, a royal flush? Well, that's why it's beating, a bad be- Beating well, uh, somebody else who had four years. That's the whole idea about I, a bad I, beat jackpot. That's what I'm jackpot. saying. That's, I mean, that's, that's, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, again, it's, that came close to the it's record. It's at the same time great and yeah. the same time soul-crushing if you're a yeah. poker player. But, you know, it, it's one of that's what makes the bad beat so great in this country. Uh, yeah, yeah. It actually, you, you, you hate losing up to with four aces, but I wonder how often you, the guy has but, ever hey, gotten four aces. Yeah, but, you know, you, yeah. you won the bad beat jackpot. Exactly. Uh, going over to nevada again we're going back over to uh the orleans casino Mm -hmm. visitor from minnesota was in town on thanksgiving weekend and they were playing the regional linked pie gal poker game at the orleans which means it was linked to a whole bunch of other properties as a matter of fact it it can included the aliante cannery gold coast gold coast samstown and suncoast as well as the orleans wow all linked together that's a cool pie gal poker game. Yes. Wow. Guy hit a seven card straight flush. <laughs> Three through nine of spades with the wild card Joker becoming the eight. Wow. That's actually kind of interesting. You can put that I Joker got, anywhere you I want. I got to get back into that. I had my yeah. pie gal poker phase because I was playing online trying to learn the game. By the way, I always talk about online poker and online uh, ga- gaming and online casino games. It, it's the absolute best way to learn these games. Yes. You know? He uh, played the side bet to trigger the progressive jackpot, the linked progressive jackpot, I should say. Okay. Dollar side bet. All right. Uh, he won, or this player won. It's an anonymous player. Um, $292,072. Wow. Linked, linked progressive jackpot. Mm. Yeah, so all the Boyd Casino properties yeah. in Nevada were all and, hooked into this. And one thing about Pi Gal, the side bets are incredibly important. That's a cheap side bet. Dollar. I know it's great. Usually it's, you it's, see, it's, it's, we got a, yeah, I've seen like five bucks. That's what I'm saying. You normally see a five dollar like side yeah. bet, but especially and with I'm the, sure they can go up if you're playing yeah. higher stakes. But you know, but the dollar side bet's pretty good. I wonder what would have happened if that was a higher side bet. I wonder what the amount yeah, would have been. Every gambler thinks that yeah. way. You know, you hey, have to. Oh, you gee, have to. I, I hit this, uh, you know, parlay. Uh, gee, I wish I put a hundred bucks instead of fifty bucks. You know, every, everyone, whenever they win, and whenever anyone wins, they they keep thinking, "Gee, I wish I put a little more in it." Well, we're leaving Nevada and we're going back out to Pittsburgh. Wow, what's going on with Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's paying out. Obviously, we've got eight hundred eighty-four thousand seventy-nine dollars paid out in just four days at Live Casino Pittsburgh. Mm. I've been uh, to the Live Casino Philadelphia, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but this one, f- over four days, 884 grand paid out. A couple big wins for four people in particular that were pointed out. Thomas from Slippery Rock. Not sure where Slippery Rock is. I know it's. I know that's a local place. Uh, yeah. Won jackpot on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Wheel of Fortune machine. 130 grand and, uh, on Wheel of Fortune. Then we have Lisa F., uh, an Irwin resident, Irwin, Pennsylvania, uh, was was the giant jackpot winner on the Huff and Puff machine. Okay. After a dollar seventy five bet, she came out with ninety six grand. By the way, in the casino I was in a couple of days ago, I saw the Huff and Puff machine, and I would have never looked at it unless we were doing this uh, 
this thing, uh, this segment of the show, because I've never heard of it before until you said something about it. So now, now, now I'm really conscious of the machines around me. Well, this is another linked machine mm-hmm. because okay. it was a linked progressive jackpot or linked cross property jackpot between Live Pittsburgh and Live Philly. I, I think I saw a Huff and More Puff. Is Huff that, and More Puff. Is that a thing? That's the sequel. That's a thing. Okay. That's a thing. All right. Okay. So we have that, and then we have the other big jackpot. Uh, Gregory Yu placed a five dollar bet on the Eureka Real Blast machine and won sixty six grand. Oh wow! Okay. So, uh, you know that's uh, that's actually not a bad uh, payout for a five dollar bet. Sure. And then we have one last one, sixty four thousand five hundred ten dollars. Anonymous player on the Lightning Cash machine. Okay. No word on the size of the bet. All right. Now we've got our sports bet for the week here. We seem to be doing a lot more sports betting now. So okay. we got we got FanDuel Sportsbook, and this is one of those pre-made parlays. Which I, I don't do a lot of those. I mean, I... I, I, I haven't seen a good I've, one. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I just don't, you know. Yeah. I, I, I keep thinking, you know, well, they put it up there, and they kind of... Yeah. In, in my mind, I always think, you know, oh, they probably don't expect me to win this, or it looks good, and they want me to spend my money on it, but, you know, I, I prefer doing my own parlays. I never win, but I, I feel good doing them by myself. Well, so. I, I looked at this parlay. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this parlay, but it was for the Thursday night Cowboys-Seahawks game. Well, first off, I mean, it, it was, I, I mean, it, it was about five touchdowns in this parlay. Oh, yeah. Four or five. I mean, you're thinking, my it, God. it was, here, it was Tony yeah. Pollard, anytime TD. Yeah. This is on Fandle, by This the way. is Fandle. This is one of their pre-made. Uh, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and D.K. Metcalf, all anytime TD. The odds were plus thirty nine nineteen. It's incredible. And twenty thousand people. Twenty thousand people. I, th- look, they're, they're huge. Everyone yeah. loves the parlay because yep. everyone, you know, they they really get you, you know, really fixated on the game when you have a parlay. Yes. But but they're really great, and you know, so it's a lot of fun. You just got to be careful with parlays. Yep. But but you know, this one hit good. Good was like thirteen million paid out to the uh, according players. to Fanduel yeah. about thirteen point four million was paid out on the tw- to the twenty thousand people who who bet on the uh, mm-hmm. pre-made parlay. Yeah, I'm I, still not a big fan of pre-made parlays. I, no, I do, like, once in a while if something, you know, but some of them, they're overwhelming. A lot of the sports books now are really looking to parlays to really boost their profitability, and and it's overwhelming how many pre-made parlays they have. There's one sports book, and it might be FanDuel. I don't know. They have a parlay hub. So I don't know who the hell has that. Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers, yeah. There's a yes. parlay hub. There's pre-made parlays. There's yeah. now DraftKings has something called progressive parlays where you can add to yeah. your parlay as the event happens. So it's I got to take a look. It's at all those. about the parlays now. I got know? a DraftKings account. I got to take a look at it because that's supposed to be a big thing in the UK, or but, that that's where they but, got it. You know, from. after that, now I I will take a closer look at the parlays. But I, I still let, let me tell one. you something. There's not enough time in the day to look at all these pre-made parlays no. and things like that. But, but again, you know, I still even after this hit i would not have because no one no one knew that game was going to have like 70 points scored in it. oh sure sure so, no, no no but i guess that's why they call it gambling anyway yeah yeah well yeah now people took the chance yes. and good for them i mean it was it 13.4 million was paid out over to 20,000 20, people okay you know actually more than 20,000 people yeah. so you know when i do bets uh, parlays i i do a lot of them you know, if I get a bonus bet, you mm-hmm. know, I had a couple of weeks ago was my birthday, so the uh, sportsbook gave me a five dollar bonus bet, and that's when I did the parlay. I've been doing teasers a lot more, so that's kind of uh, 
the uh, you know the odds aren't as great as a parlay, but you know the chances of winning are a lot better. Yeah. So uh, we're going to finish up with a couple lottery stories. All right. As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to be doing like you know how we do Jersey jackpots, a rundown of uh, okay. jackpots from New Jersey. We All got right. Virginia Lottery now. They they have been sending out the, their newsletters and they they just provide a list of some of the big winners. So okay. we've got Cheryl H of Boynton. $991,681 on VP spins. That's an online instant game at the Virginia v- Lottery. VP or VIP? VIP. VIP. Okay. What did I say? VP? <laughs> VP. VP. Uh, Jody J of Chesapeake, $239,683 on The Lamp. You said that before. What is that? Is that a... It's a genie It's game. a genie thing. Yeah. Okay. As a matter of the fact, lamp. Okay. they now have The Lamp Dark Arts. Okay. It's a sequel to it. Oh, all right. Yes. And then we have Chow D., I'm assuming C H A U is Chow of Burke, Virginia, winning winning one hundred fifty thousand dollars on Shirley Holmes, the case of the missing cat. Okay. Shirley Holmes is a female version of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. So that's All why right. it's the case of the missing cat. Okay. And as you're playing the game, you're solving the mystery. That's pretty cool. I don't know if there's actually a I, true end to the mystery, I like but that, you know, but, but uh, a little a little extra to it. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, uh, let me tell you something. What Virginia Lottery is doing is amazing because it's it, these games are so entertaining. Yes. I mean, Shirley Holmes, the case of as a cat. I, I see now. I'm curious. I, I'd I'd play that just because I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, just so. to see what it's like. And you can win one hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars on it at least. So at least. Well, so yeah. did Chow D won it of Burke. Burke, Virginia? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're now going to finish up with, I don't think we've ever had anybody from the Hoosier Lottery. Hoosier Lottery. It's Indiana State Indiana. Lottery. Yep, Hoosier. But it's called the Hoosier Lottery. All right. That's the formal name of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have a $5 lightning cast fast play game. Lightning cash fast play game, not mm-hmm. cast. Dave Click, a uh, local from Indiana, who was playing the Hoosier Lottery, bought the ticket at Peru Pantry, and he was playing it, and it was. I, I, I'm trying to figure out if it was a scratcher or it was a uh, digital game because he said the press release from the uh, Hoosier Lottery said uh, Dave couldn't believe his eyes when he saw 22 lightning bolts appear. Okay. So I'm assuming I it was know. a scratcher, or maybe that he was just. I don't know anymore. Yeah. So. And so he immediately called his wife, who according to the lottery, was half asleep, thought he was full of you-know-what, okay. and hung up on him. Okay. <laughs> thinking he was trying to prank her. All right. Okay. So he had to call back and really underscore that wow. he won uh, $588,054. That's great. So she hung up on him. Wow. Boy, what an inter- interesting reaction. I wonder what he was doing out late at night, unless this was like middle of the day she was taking a nap. I don't know. I don't it know. didn't say when he actually done uh, Got the ticket whether it was day or night. Which kind of leads me to believe that it was a scratch ticket. Yeah. It seemed kind of instantaneous on it. You know, yeah. he was somewhere, or maybe the, some of these some of these lottery lottery dealers have instant games on premises too, you know, like a, like a kiosk. You mean, yeah, like they thing? have draws, like a it's like you know how the Kino runs constantly okay. over and over again. They may have something like oh, that for okay. these guys. So All he right. may have been sitting there watching I the look screen. Into that, that's, that's yeah. an interesting. So thing. It's a different type of thing. So, yeah. uh, but I again, because it could have been a scratcher, but I don't, okay. I don't, rem- I don't recall scratchers having twenty two yeah, symbols. That's a lot of scratch. That must have been a digital game that so. was running an instant draw. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Kind of yeah, so, yeah. But congratulations to all our winners. That's it for this week's Beat in the House. 
again, you know, we only do $100,000 or more on the show, so there are a lot more winners out there that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Congratulations to everybody out there. Press releases, info at TurnpikeSportsRadio.com. Keep them coming in. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.